Right now we're going to be talking with an apologist from Catholic Answers who's written a fascinating book, a really timely book uh, for our culture today about who Jesus really is. Mm-hmm. A lot of people mistake Jesus. Uh, they, 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 want, they want him on their side no matter what, and they're willing to do whatever it takes in order to get him on their side. But uh, Trent Horn has debunked some of these myths, these arguments, and uh, we're going to be speaking with him this morning. Trent Horn, we're, we're so grateful to have you on Real Presence Live. Thanks for joining us this morning. I'm happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Hi, Trent. Michael Goldsmith here. And uh, you're going to be coming to North Dakota pretty soon as well. We'll be talking about that uh, as well. But uh, Trent, uh, can, you, can you just tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? Uh, certainly. I'm a staff apologist for Catholic Answers. We are a media apostolate dedicated to explaining and defending the Catholic faith. I have uh, master's degrees in theology, bio, uh, philosophy, and bioethics, and I've written, uh, I think now, about nine books, and I've dedicated myself to helping people understand the Catholic faith and be able to answer arguments uh, various groups and individuals pose against it. Awesome. Well, we do have one of your books here, uh, Trent. It's called Counterfeit Christ, Finding the Real Jesus Among the Impostors. And if you are lucky enough, uh, you can give a call to 877-795-0122. And the third caller will be getting this book uh, mailed to them. Uh, unless you're up in Fargo, you could go pick it up if you would like to. But the third caller at 877-795-0122 will get this beloved book. And uh, we're talking to the author right now, Trent Horn. If you want that book, again, call in 877-795-0122. Again, the, the name of the book is Counterfeit Christ, Finding the Real Jesus Among the Imposters. And uh, that's the topic of this morning's interview, uh, Finding the Real Jesus Among the Many Different Imposters in Our Culture. What, what do you mean, Trent, by imposters? I mean, by imposters are those groups that propose that we ought to believe in a Jesus who is not the real Jesus. So, Jesus himself said there are others who will come who say that they are Christ or false Christ will come. Do not believe them. Do not follow them. Uh, And this can take on a variety of forms. You can have uh, non-religious groups uh, that say, uh, oh, well, Jesus uh, never existed, or he's a myth, uh, you know, that he uh, didn't rise from the dead, all, all these kinds of things, or that he was a merely human teacher who is exaggerated in later legends. Right. And you have other religious groups that say, well, Jesus is not fully God, fully man, as Christians believe. Uh, you know, the Muslims say he's just a prophet, uh, Jews say that he's just a rabbi. Uh, and then you even have some uh, people who believe Jesus is God, who are Protestant, but have other false views of Jesus, like that he's a prosperity preacher who uh, mm. wants everyone, all believers to be healthy and wealthy and not have any problems. So <laughs> what they all have in common is that they're not the real Jesus. Uh, they're an imposter that takes his place, and my book exposes them with the teachings of Scripture and the witness of history, and then uh, shows who the real Jesus is instead. Yeah. Well, why do you, why do you think, Trent? I mean, it, you wrote this book, of course, having this this uh, in, in your mind about you know exposing this. But why do you think we have so many imposters, or maybe the, the counterfeit Christ, as you talk about in our culture today? Well, because a lot of people just they want to believe in Jesus on their own terms. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they they believe in him. They they, they want uh, the teachings that are easy, like love your neighbor as yourself, which actually is, is simple but not easy to live out. If people don't have as much problem with that as Jesus is teaching that forbade 
uh, remarriage after divorce, is teaching mm-hmm. us to take up our cross and follow him, uh, teaching about the perils of wealth, how that can keep us out of the kingdom. Uh, people want to ignore that. Even in Jesus' own time, people were speculating about who Jesus was, and uh, we're getting it wrong. That's why Jesus said to the apostles, who do you say that I am? Um, so, I, I mean, that is uh, something that people are, are often missing, and uh, it's important to, for the truth about who Jesus is to really come out. Right. Could I maybe, like, uh, like even in our own church, you know, we have that struggle between, you know, in our culture today, well, priests used to talk about fire and brimstone and all that stuff. Well, they don't do that anymore. You know, we even have come, sign a you know, some of that in, inside the church, you know, in the Catholic Church, right? Oh, certainly. Uh, we, we have people, and I thought about, this actually isn't included in this book, but I might include it in a, a future book, who say that Jesus uh, didn't really warn people about hell, or he was exaggerating, or he didn't mm-hmm. really believe in, in hell, and, or that Jesus is going to save everyone, no matter what they've done. Uh, and then that's hazardous to people's spiritual health, that uh, hell is obviously something that should not be preached carelessly. It should, it's something that should be preached soberly as a real reality for those who choose to separate themselves from God and all that is good for eternity. And Jesus came so that we would not have that fate befall us, but we still have to repent and accept him. As Jesus himself said, his first public preaching was repent and believe in the gospel. Right. We, uh, we know that a lot of people go about trying to practically find the real Jesus, Trent. And uh, you cite one of these as Thomas Jefferson, back in 1813, composed his, quote, The Life and Morals of Jesus of Nazareth by, by basically taking a razor to the Bible and cutting out the yes. parts that he didn't believe or that were miraculous, that he found incredible, too, too incredible to believe. And then, but we know that that's really not practical in the sense that it's just it's just the person's own opinion how do we practically speaking go about finding the real jesus well in order to understand the real jesus we have to go to the best sources Uh, and jefferson approached the bible with an anti-supernatural bias he already assumed beforehand that the supernatural can't happen Mm -hmm. uh he wasn't an atheist but he believed that god didn't intervene in the world in a miraculous or revelatory way and so he took out those parts of the Bible that claimed that Jesus did, did miracles or that he rose from the dead. Uh, and we shouldn't approach it with that kind of hermeneutic of suspicion. Instead, we should be open to the historical evidence. And what I show in the book is that even if you're an atheist and you don't believe the Bible is the Word of God, you can see the Bible is a reliable set of ancient documents that tell about Jesus of Nazareth, who was crucified, and his followers believed he had risen from the dead and had no reason to to lie about that or to hallucinate about that, that the best explanation for their collective testimony is that Jesus really did rise from the dead. And right. from there, we can see he established a church, and that church gives us authority, uh, confidence in the Bible and the uh, other forms of, of revelation that have been given to us in things like sacred tradition. Right. Well, we're talking with uh, author Trent Horn, who's from Catholic Answers. He wrote a book called Counterfeit Christ, Finding the Real Jesus Among the Imposters. Uh, we did get a winner, uh, so uh, calling is done. Uh, we got the winner is Bobby from Fargo. So Bobby could go and actually pick up the book, I guess, at, <laughs> at the studios. Otherwise, they will mail that out to you, Bobby. And congratulations, thanks. Yes, Bobby. congratulations. And this is a great book. It talks about 18 different phony uh, versions that you are have in there. So there's a great... Uh, 
uh, depth in their trend. And uh, again, I'm Michael Goldsmith. It's 10 after the hour, and with Matt uh, Welcome, we're Real Presence Live, and we're talking with Trent Horn about the real Jesus and how our culture kind of has their own versions, uh, many do, of what real Jesus is. And can maybe you talk about uh, a little bit about uh, uh, your uh, upcoming event uh, that you're doing in Minot, Trent? That's right. I'll be speaking at the Pregnancy Center in Minot, North Dakota, on September 16th, and I'll be speaking about the importance of pro-life and how to articulate the pro-life position. Excellent. Oh. And, uh, Where is that at, Trent? At, at the Dakota Hope Clinic? Is that right? Yeah, yeah. So the Dakota Hope Clinic in Minot, North Dakota, and that'll be next. Uh, Monday on, uh, not next Monday, but following Monday, September 16th. 16th, okay. And what time is that going to be at? Um, I don't have the time where I have to stop my head. Okay. Let's see, that looks like, the, the time. <coughs> like 7 o'clock probably. 7 o'clock, okay. I think the door, this looks like the, the door is open at 5.30 p.m. actually. Dinner is served at 6 p.m. and it's at the North Dakota State Fair Event Center in Minot, North Dakota. And this is for That's Dakota's right. Hope Annual Banquet. And, um, I just uh, would encourage anybody to to come out and support this event. It's for a great cause, and you won't be disappointed with this with the speaker, Trent Horn from Catholic Answers, who we're talking with this morning here on Real Presence Live. It's about uh, 12 minutes past the hour, and Trent, just in our last couple of minutes here, would you mind taking our listeners through one of the counterfeit Christs in your book? That you that you highlight in your book Counterfeit Christ, finding the real Jesus among the imposters. Uh, I, I, how about how about the first one, the, the non-judgmental buddy that so many people in our culture seem to want to make Jesus out to be? Sure, uh, there's a lot of people who say, "Oh, well, Jesus didn't judge people, and Jesus said not to judge." You know, Matthew seven one, "Judge not, lest you be judged." Uh, but the problem is, Jesus did judge actions as well as people because he's God; he has the authority to do that. Uh, when Jesus said to judge not, he was condemning hypocritical judgment. He says, take the log out of your own eye before you take the splinter out of your brother's eye. Uh, so re- handle the offense that you might be committing, and then correct your brother. But later in the Gospel of John, Jesus says, uh, do not judge by appearances, but judge rightly. And Jesus said that he would come again to judge the world. He proclaimed himself to be God. He used the sacred divine name in John eight fifty eight and John uh, 2028, he received worship. He let the apostles call him my Lord and my God. Uh, so Jesus most certainly says that he is the judge of the entire world because he's God incarnate, and he cared very much about sin separating us from him for all eternity. So those who say Jesus didn't judge or care about sin, they believe in a caricature of Jesus based on popular sentiment, not on one that's clearly revealed in Scripture. Yes. Yeah, that's a, a great point, Trent. And uh, what else do you want to talk about for the last couple of minutes that we have here that maybe you didn't cover or would like to uh, express to those that are listening, Trent? Yeah, actually, we, we, we you mentioned earlier, Trent, about the prosperity preacher, uh, that chapter 16. I was wondering if you might be able to expound oh, upon that. Oh, yeah, this is, this is very common among some Pentecostals who say that because Jesus promised... Uh, uh, you know, abundance for those who believe in him. But what Jesus is speaking about in the Gospels is about spiritual abundance. Uh, he never promises that anything that we ask for in prayer will be given to us, or that if we simply donate money to a charity or a televangelist, that we will receive money in return. Instead, Jesus uh, promised that we would have a cross that we would have to take up, that we would have a life of suffering. 
Uh, and the idea that the prosperity preachers claim that faithful people will, will be wealthy and free of problems <laughs> doesn't pan out. The, the silver bullet argument against that is that Jesus himself was, of course, the most faithful uh, human to ever walk the earth, uh, but he was not rich. Uh, he was not a beggar, but he was not among the rich of his time. He criticized the rich. He said the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. He died with only owning a tunic that was uh, divided by those who were, who were executing him. Uh, so those claims before by the prosperity preachers, they're quite duplicitous. They usually put them forward to try to enrich themselves. And instead, it takes advantage of people who think that if they give money, their problems will go away. No, we have to give ourselves to God, and we will still have problems, but they won't impact us because we'll know the caring hand of God. It will lift us up through them. Right. No, and it's and it's great to you know put yourself in prayer and you know want to ask God for the things that you need in your life, but not necessarily saying that I'm, it's going to be great just because Jesus says that if we say this, it's going to happen, right? That's right, absolutely. Yeah, Dred Horn with us from Catholic Cancers Live. Uh, we have just about a few seconds left. Trent, you're going to be in Minot, North Dakota, on September 16th for an event in support of Dakota's Hope. Uh, and just uh, maybe just a quick preview of what you're going to be talking about at that event. Well, I'll be talking about uh, the issue of pro-life and how to be persuasive, how to communicate uh, the Church's teaching on abortion, uh, well, how to talk to well, anybody, uh, Christian or not, how to defend human life in the womb and how to do so in a rational and compelling way. Excellent. Trent Horn, thank you so much. Again, that, that event, go to dakotahope.org, dakotahope.org for more info on that event that Trent Horn's going to be speaking at September 16th in North Dakota. Thank you again, Trent Horn, for being with us about Counterfeit Christ. Thanks, your, Trent. Your new book. Thank you so much. Thank you.